Welcome to Serial Podcast 9. I mean, I am dead inside, so <laughs> that would explain sounding hollow. Aren't we all? Uh, no, no, we're all not. All right, let's start the episode again. But this all time, right, well, I don't know how to do it, so I'll follow. I'm Gerardi Peralta. And I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Ryan Benoit, and this is Serial Podcast 9, episode 40-something or other. I don't know. Anyway, all right. <laughs> we're up there. Oh, yeah, we are up there. We're actually, I think, 42? Is that how yeah. old you are, Gerard, as well? No, man, I'm 44. Oh, two more episodes, and then you guys will be the same Wait, wait, wait. wait. Am, am I 44 or 45? Oh, Jesus Christ, Gerard. 44. I think I'm 44. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're 44. Because if it's an even year, then you're an even number. Oh, thank goodness. I'm not 45 yet. Oof. Oof. Then what? My wife will probably leave me. <laughs> she realize that I'm way older. Like, <laughs> like that is that is the thing that sets it off? I don't know, man. No, it's just like the straw. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> probably you trying to buy this Honda Odyssey is the is the straw <laughs> no because then it's uh, then it's uh, a safe functional vehicle that she can drive as well but it's right hand drive you can drive right hand drive auto for sure yeah well, well she yeah don't take out the airbag oh, okay. yeah, exactly she drove the verosa before it was pretty cool she loved that oh. thing and then you're like nah you got rid of it um <laughs> yeah so I, yeah, I was going to ask the question, which is to answer your dilemma. Gerard, how long is your commute now that you live live with all the rich folk? <laughs> uh, so the commute to work is uh, 40 minutes-ish. It's been a little bit under and a little bit over, but it's approximately 40 minutes. Um, the commute home seems a bit longer. I think it's just because like, I'm tired and like I do take a different way, which sort of has more, I guess, just traffic. It still flows and stuff, but like it just it's a bit more stressful just because there's more cars and stuff. Uh, but yeah, the ride home is about 45 minutes. So All yeah. right. And you're doing that in a blit. Yep. Six that speed requires. Yeah, six obvious. Yeah, that requires yeah, OS premium. twin plate clutch requires yeah. premium. So how much are you spending on fuel to go to and from your house? Well, I mean, I've already, I've only been to and from work two times from here so far. So, so $200, I bet. <laughs> I mean, it would probably help if it wasn't totally bad on fuel. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not cheap. I, I don't know. All right. So I think it's $150 to fill it up and it gets approximately 300 and. 30 I thought it was better now. I know, so did I, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I've got to do something about it, like the tuning or whatever it is. I, I just got to get better on fuel. I need another 100 kilometers out of tank at least. Um, you, would you lose power? Do you think you'd lose power? No, I don't know. think so. It's just for cruising and stuff. It's just like it needs to be like way, way leaner. Um, mm. So I, I actually just looked at this the other day, but like my tighter, the motor's loose. Yes, motor's the motor's also low old compression. Mo- yeah, exactly. It's a sloppy so old motor. Doesn't help either. Um, but I did look at my fuel economy numbers before when I had the Crown Wagon, and I would get 460 kilometers out of 66 liters. 
So that's actually, in my opinion, pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't be right. complaining about that. It's like 14 liters per hundred slash like, I think it's about 15 miles per gallon. So 16 or 17 miles per gallon. But I mean, on a Jay-Z car that I drove normally, like I, you know, it wasn't like that. That was like everyday dri- driving, right? Right. All right. So, yeah. But here's the question, I think. Yeah. I didn't have a question going into this. And then I came in and you just were Gerard about everything. And then I realized <laughs> I had a question. You need a daily vehicle that's good on fuel. Now, you always go down the rabbit hole of how you want something else. We've yes. done the AMG. What else <laughs> have we done? In the, uh, in, the, in the time of this podcast, we've spent a lot of time talking about AMGs, take hands. Take hands. Yeah, take oh, hands. Oh, man, take hands. We talked, we talked about Teslas a lot. Teslas, yeah. but how he never wants one. Yeah. But. I mean, maybe now that I mean, maybe they'll figure their stuff out in like 20 years, you know? Yeah. Um, So what is the daily commuter car for a car guy? I mean, I don't know. Echo. Ah. (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely good on fuel. I couldn't argue with that. I mean, it's it's amazing on fuel. It's amazing on fuel. Yeah. Gerard would look like Donkey Kong driving that car. (laughs) Just throwing banana peels at people. Yeah. All right. It's a small car, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so our buddy Matt, who's asked questions on the podcast before, actually is importing a Suzuki Swift. Yeah, the exact- Matt Peterson. Yeah, Matt Peterson. That's the guy that uh <laughs> the car he's that the I was gonna host. get. <laughs> yeah, he's the fourth wall. Basically, yeah, he's the secret member of the band. Yeah, so it's like a 2005 Suzuki Swift. And they're pretty sick because, uh, yeah, you can get like Recaro seats and it's like four wheel disc and like five on 114, uh, 1.6 liter, 130 horse or something like that. And apparently just amazingly fun to drive. So that's kind of what I was sort of gearing towards, but I don't think I'm, I'm a bit. Oh, that sounds like a sweet car. Yeah. I'm a bit low on funds. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'd have to wait on is a real thing. Yeah. yeah, turns out money's real. It's not fake. Um, <laughs> so, but then you were looking at Honda Odysseys, which are yeah. cheaper. <clears throat> They're on the same price. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like landed, landed like six, seven K. But yeah, Odyssey, absolutely. Like, no, I mean, I get it. Like you, you might be looking at something that's one price and then you're like, that's a lot to pay for what you're realistically getting. But mm. something that's the exact same price, yeah. you might be like, well, I'm getting, you know, or it's more practical yeah. oh. or, or maybe... It's you know it's better for this reason, so like yeah, just justify spending the more. I know what the reason is. The same price. <laughs> What's the reason? Yeah, it's the real estate. It's bigger. It's got yeah, more it's real bigger. estate. So I'll tell yeah, you what it's it got is. Got more buttons. A, yeah. it's a it's a K series, so that's sick because it's already K series stock. Uh, B, uh, it's a van, which is kind of well. I, I I think it's a van. I think it's classified as a wagon, but it's definitely like a tall wagon or like a short van. So they're wildly popular in Japan for modding because they just look really cool. I don't know if it'd be very good on fuel just because it's, you know, yeah, it's only a two liter four cylinder, but it's also like a van. So it's 3,600 pounds. So it's a lot of weight for a little two liter, you know? So then is the Suzuki the right answer to the question? Because here's the thing. Now you're saying you're low on money and then you need a car to save money on fuel. (laughs) But then you're like, I'm going to mod the hell out of it. Like, 
For sure, you well, do that. No, well, maybe you're gonna mod it to get better fuel economy, right? You, know, you lower it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're larger, does. larger <laughs> diameter, smooth face wheels. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, those Swifts look just so good on like 17s. Just even if it was like lowered a little bit on 17s, no exhaust or anything, just like some good coilovers, and that's pretty much it, man. You know, just make it look like a very, very good version of a stock, you know, modded car. The Odyssey, I don't know. You think it would be enough? Your turn your brain off car is the Infinity, which you, are you driving again now? I mean, I I do drive it occasionally, but I mean, that thing is like 12 miles per gallon, 10 miles per, it's, there's no way I could commute in that thing. No, I didn't think you should ever do that. (laughs) But that is a nice vehicle. You should get a four-cylinder motorcycle. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I disagree. Would, Don't do it. You definitely <laughs> wouldn't be a turn your brain off. On no, turn your brain off on a motorbike. You'd be like in the ditch or in the car <laughs> in front of you pretty quick. I'm just wondering, is a Suzuki Swift enough? Like, because I guess it's fun-ish to drive, but not as fun as the Blit. And then would it have, as Kevin said, enough buttons to, to keep <laughs> Gerard happy? Like, is well, it- I feel like. <clears throat> Okay, so I used to have a, a Mazda MPV, like which is you know kind of like a van. The, the early ones, not the like front wheel drive ugly premises. Uh, so it was a rear wheel drive, the early one. And I remember just that thing was pretty cool. It wasn't fast or anything, but it was just like a good cruiser. I put Recaro's in it, and it had a nice system. And I remember just cruising in that thing and being totally content, like as you know, like a driving around vehicle because it looked cool. It was sort of fun because it was like different, and like. As long as it had like a good stereo, it's kind of fine for me, right? So, do you know what I find the hardest thing to picture in that whole scenario that you just said? What you being content? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had coilovers uh, that I'd built for it and stuff, and it had yeah, like but... MAE wheels on it. So, I love like talking to both of you about cars because it's almost like you're kind of the same, but then polar opposites. It's just <laughs> what would Kevin's daily. I mean, well, he already said he would just be like the echo and like it makes sense he would you buy the i almost i kind of i get both arguments but i understand unless kevin i'm wrong but it's like buy the thing that you don't care about so you don't spend money on it and that's amazing on fuel like kevin was never gonna mod the echo but it got him to work and back for for pennies you know like that's, just couldn't uh, uh Oh, yeah, I'm going to mod the Echo all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to not fix it. Those are my mods. <laughs> no, it's going to mod be it's like extreme body mods on that yeah. thing coming soon. <laughs> I thought Dustin had the Echo now. Yeah, but as soon as the, like, the summer comes back, he'll be driving the, the Corolla again. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're <laughs> good. Yeah, we're building uh, a convertible know. Echo. <laughs> oh, why? I don't know. You're going to put it on a video, aren't you? There you yeah. Go. Yeah. There we go. Um, all right. Kevin, what would, would you get? Is the echo the answer? I mean, honestly, like, yeah, if I had to get an, I'd probably just get like a better, better uh, condition echo. Maybe huh. the four door hatch. It'd be more versatile, you know? They're just so fucking ugly. I know they are. I, I know. <laughs> I know, man. And like the interior is like so busted. Like it's like it's the like interior the kind most... of grows on you, though. I think. I don't know, man. I think I'm just not too... enough buttons. No, too... this is a thing. Gerard never goes back. Always forward. 
and uh, never content like those t-shirts you wear all the time and then <laughs> um yeah, kevin can be content i feel like so also the swift has like keyless entry and all that stuff like it's got like a small oh you key got that... me because that's my thing Once no i'm just saying like entry... it's, it's no i'm saying it as well that gets yeah me. it's an economy card yet it has like features that are you know more modern and stuff like that right so <clears throat> and recaro seats like that's pretty sick for a stock car so yeah we would we would land one of those for probably about six to eight grand which i mean it's a lot of money by today's standards but those cars were worthless like not that yeah well all right that is a, a fun thing i don't know what i would i mean i have a sense of what i would do but would you be? As... yeah get get rid of the forerunner for yeah. Something oh, yeah. more for more something more economical what are you doing ryan <laughs> i would either uh well either take that get prius, your dad's that's, prius. A, yeah. prius that's a numero uno yeah. uh or that's a no-brainer yeah that's a no-brainer for sure uh or what would i do i said it out loud and then kevin poo-pooed my idea so maybe i shouldn't say Uh-oh. it out loud but it out i loud. do love it? i do love the 18 crown I, they come as a hybrid i think that would be cool but then he's like they have faulty batteries and i was like oh fuck me i guess so i mean like a 15 year old hybrid car is probably man, not i'm not a same. fucking yeah, scientist yeah, right you sure it's fucking a mechanic either because i mean no, like the, no, they, I'm not. on the they do fix them in australia and new zealand like they can take them to the toyota dealership and they like put the new battery packs in them and stuff but like i don't think you're doing that here like i think there's places that'll do it here i started looking it up for fun i was gonna phone a place isn't the 2.5 pretty good on fuel the 2.5 is pretty good on fuel yeah yeah but i want yeah. it's because i would also the other option that i always look up is the gs 450h Mm-hmm. That's, it's a lot yeah. of car, man. I'm a lot of guy. A lot of man. I feel <laughs> yeah, like okay, so I, I I literally did this before, anyways, because I used to have a pretty long commute from Langley to, or sorry, from from basically South Van to Langley, and I was commuting in a Cressida, and I was thinking to myself every morning, like, man, what the fuck are you doing? This thing's like, you know, inline six, three liter, like you're using tons of fuel. The thing probably doesn't even make 150 horsepower. It's from '89 from 89 you're like one person like what the fuck are you doing so i went out and i bought a suzuki swift and i was like fucking love that car so much it was it wasn't even the 1.6 it was a 1.5 like full base model five speed um but the cool thing about that car is it had like a 50 liter tank and it would get 643 kilometers or something or 670 kilometers and, it, you know, you just smash the gears as hard as you possibly could. And, like, it was just kind of a cool little wagon. And that's sort of what I want again. It's just like a really, like, yeah, like, I guess the Echo, you probably, Kevin probably just drives the living shit out of it. And it's just, like, not really fast. But, like, it's still good on gas and, like, kind of fun. Yeah. Is it fun? Uh, I mean... I can't see anything. Anything can be fun. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like driving in the pouring rain at like 130 K and you're like, is the wheel going to stay on? Is like a type of fun, you know, but like, is it the same same type of fun that like, yeah, you know, like driving a sweet car is or a car that you like, you know? No, I mean, for (laughs) me, for me, the main thing too, is like a, I drive my daughter to daycare in this vehicle. So it can't be a pile of shit and the wheel can't be falling off. Uh, also I don't want to be stranded on the side of the road because I'm just 
too old for that shit now. Or you're I just, a no, I'm honest, you're I mean, really to me, that car, like, that. to me, that car was like the minute it breaks down, I just like grab the papers and walk away from it, you know. But like, it's still just, like that's still a thing. It's like I don't want my car to break down. Yeah, you don't want exactly. You don't even want to have to go through all any of that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want any of that. I just want to get to work, go to work, yeah. drive home. Like, yeah. And Kevin's, then, Kevin's number one mod in the back of the Echo is just an extra can of gasoline, so we can like light it on light fire, it on fire. As <laughs> it walks away. Like, all right, it's already uh, pre-set up. He just has a pull cord in the back yeah. that's connected yeah. to like a lighter. That's like it's got like a bunch of. You know, phosphorus inside of a fucking gas jerry can or something. You're <laughs> Someone, someone's in the back, like, yo, don't, don't pull that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we all chose very different vehicles, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense. Nobody, guys... nobody, however, said, "Hey, why don't you just get the absolute newest car you can afford that's good on fuel?" Because that's that's one of the things too. Like any new car is like pretty good on fuel no matter even what the fuck it is but any new car is like twenty five thousand dollars not true i mean you could buy like more than that no no no. i don't mean brand new i just mean the newest like for example all these cars we're talking about are like two thousand to two thousand like get like a 2018 corolla or something i got a a sweet hack for you guys on that one if you want to hear it okay what is it uh never drive a car newer than 2000 so that whenever you see a car <laughs> from the mid 2000s or the teens you're like whoa this is brand fucking new, brand new. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm living that life with you ryan don't worry yeah yeah that's the play man yeah like when i was selling the, the that crown some guy offered me a trade on a fuck man i can't even remember what it was but it was like a 2015 uh, some sort of small four-cylinder car. And he's like, oh, it's always oh, it a Chevy. The cruise? Maybe it was a, a Veo. cruise. I don't know. It was a yeah. cruise or something. And he's like, oh, it's like this model, like the sports model. And then I was like, I'd never even heard of this car. So then I looked up some reviews and they're like, oh yeah, it's like kind of sporty, you know, like the it has like 17 inch wheels and like, you know, supportive seats. And I'm thinking, could I drive that? Like it's, it probably <laughs> is like, you know, maybe it's a good idea to trade you know, like a bunk ass wrecked crown for like a vehicle to get to work every day. But I was like, it's I a would, fucking Chevy. Like, I don't I even would know. never be able to take advice from you on cars ever again. <laughs> if you drove a cruise. And that, I feel like, I, I feel like the perfect vehicle story would have been that TL or whatever. But I mean, that's not good on fuel either. No, you don't know. Fuck. I no, it's a 3.2. Like you're making almost yeah. 300 horsepower. Yeah. 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 I feel like the Suzuki would be the move, man. Plus, I, I think Suzuki's are just sick. Like my motorbike's a Suzuki. I just, for some reason, just love Suzuki's. So uh, to recap, Kevin and I kept it Toyota, and Gerard is just doing the weirdest thing possible. <laughs> I mean, maybe I get us- like a what about like a K van? You know, I get. I was thinking about getting one of those. Oh, so that'd be, that would be that bike. Because also, I was like, oh, that'd be that'd be good if the gas prices keep going the way they are. I bet they, you know, like those will go up in value because. Right. But I mean, like, have you sat in one? <laughs> no, I'm not like a big dude, though. I'm only like five nine. True. I mean, Samet has one in Japan, but like, dude, they're in today in in our society. Like, I don't <laughs> think you could do it, man. They're so <laughs> fucking slow. Say we live in a society. Just say that. <laughs> Start with that. What? And it, what do you never mean? Mind. It's a Matt's, it's Matt's a, girlfriend has one, and he yeah, that's what he says too, man. He's just like with the seat all the way back. Yeah. It's, it's a bit tight still. Yeah, he like, drove that to my birthday. 
<laughs> in the snow. Yeah. Happy birthday. And he was just like, dude, like you can't, you you can't fucking drive this thing, man. Like you just, it's not, it's not like realistic to drive this thing in our city. I think Kevin would do it is what I think. That's actually the real Kevin answer. I think is that. Yeah. I mean, Kevin would do it. Kevin drives that fucking echo. (laughs) Kevin don't give a fuck. It doesn't even have a stereo. It has yeah. like a fucking boot, a UE boom, like wedged into one of the vents. Yeah, Bluetooth speaker, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking people. There's pay, no, there's pay no pay stereo the on the scooter that. either. Yeah, but that's different. It's an open air experience. <laughs> Definitely Jeez. an open air experience. Uh, <laughs> God damn! All right, well, that was that was good. So, How long do you think it would take you to ride a pedal bike to work? Me? Yeah, you. Holy shit. I mean, when I when I lived in my other place, I was contemplating it, but dude, it would take me probably an hour and a half. That's so not it's a, bad. It's a pretty solid fucking ride. No, I yeah, yeah, that's, that's a huge ride. Yeah, but it'll like, keep you young, and then your wife won't leave you when you turn turn for four, <laughs> yeah, four five next. Except year, yeah. I'd leave for work super early and have to fucking come home super late, <laughs> and like completely tired, like fucking not be able yeah. to do. Well, you would get better. Like, oh, no, eventually of you'd be a superhero. <laughs> I don't understand the problem. Uh, Since yeah. I stopped riding my bike to work, it's become a problem. I should be riding to work. Yeah. Not I mean, I've been riding. Like I've, been, I've, been, I've been on my bike twice <laughs> since we moved here. Oof. So that's pretty good. Well, now just take that bike to work. <laughs> Maybe if we move if we move the shop to where we think we're gonna move it, that might be possible, but no fucking way I'm riding to Coquitlam from South Surrey on my bike every day. I don't know. I come on, Gerard. I believe in you. Not with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Just work up to it. Get an Uber half of the way. Well, um, I when we when I lived in where the fuck did I live in? I rode my BMX to our shop before. Well, that's weird, but good. Yeah, I used to ride my BMX to work. And it was like a solid, like thirty-minute ride. Actually, now that you say that, like, it doesn't even surprise me that you would do <laughs> something like that. Like, it's just like I kind of thought to myself, I was like, Gerard would fucking ride that BMX somewhere. Oh, for like, sure, for sure. Well, that's the thing. It's like you can get there fast, but like on a BMX, you can do all the cool shit on the way. Like you can, you know, jump this or you know, drop off these stairs or you know, whatever. Like, it's way funner than just getting there. You know. I feel like you forgot that you're almost 45 and you're like, I should jump off these stairs with three kids at home. Anyway, that's fine. Live your life. Yeah. I should add that the beer that I had had a lot of alcohol in it. So apologies <laughs> in advance. Um, uh, I do have questions this week that we can answer if you guys want. Okay. But do or we have another subject or do we just have the questions? I don't have any. I, on, I haven't had time to think about anything that riled me up. Usually, usually I uh, think of things that make me angry, and then I come to you guys to answer the question for me. How do you feel like, about the Alex Choi situation or the video of the Tesla? What do you think about that, Ryan? What do you think about the Tesla video? Tesla video you know taking the world by storm. I think what made me the most mad is that he other people were using his his clip. I'm I don't fully understand this. I understand that a Tesla went airborne. Did he organize it? No. Or did he? No. According he was just him, there. No. no. Yeah, he was there. 
but he recorded it, got the footage, put it on the internet, and talked about it. Is that what he did? Is it yeah, like his seems, footage? Yes. Well, uh, like, I think there's there multiple. Were, there were tons of people angles, there, but yeah, yeah. Like, he has a big and audience, then, and like I believe one of the footages was him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the only thing for some reason was that like someone else posted the footage, and he was like having them take it down for copyright infringement, and for some reason that. Bothered. Oh, it was yeah, because man. they posted that in a thing saying that oh like this was him like he had organized this stunt and oh something like that i don't know I, <laughs> honestly man i there's it's so convoluted i don't so, know man teslas can fucking go kick rocks as far as i'm concerned yes, one yeah. less tesla to fucking <laughs> okay. um yeah i know teslas have our conversations on teslas have greatly affected my views on Tesla's. And However, then, the meet that he did organize, if you do watch the video, there's some pretty sick I Teslas don't care. at the No, no, no. It's all or nothing now for me, Gerard. There's no in between. I'm not I'm gonna take up your stance and be like, fuck all those smartphones. You know what's um, funny is none of us ever said a Tesla. Like, I mean, I understandably like they're they're quite a bit of money, but like like oh no none of us said like any sort of electric vehicle to get to work like you could buy a honda a, a nissan leaf or something like that you know what i mean <laughs> I, I don't mean, want one of them both orions were were hybrids though that's true yeah i'm the most progressive uh <laughs> except they were like big ass fucking cars <laughs> yeah man a used prius I used Prius. I picked three. They were all hybrids. oh that's Not, true that's none true. of them were e- because i can't i know i can't afford uh, an electric vehicle and i don't want a tesla um i actually use kevin's argument of why not to buy a tesla all the time to people and it's Please cheers. Uh, it's in i feel like it's ingrained in my head but hopefully i'm not misquoting him um <laughs> tesla is the premier ev manufacturer but they've only been doing it for 10 years so like how good could you be at making cars if you've only been doing it for like for 10 years in comparison, you look at all these other automotive automotive manufacturers that have been doing it for like decades, centuries, you know, like, and it's like this just so happens that the premier one that does it has been doing it for like 10 years. It's like, could it really be that good? Like, do you think they have all the kinks ironed out that like everyone else had to go through to like, figure out and when you read the reviews of some of them it seems like they don't so that is my that is usually what i tell people and i just say like wait for toyota to build theirs and they're like oh that's a really good point one of the executives at my company i said that so and i pretended like i know actually i credit you kevin but i didn't use your name because he doesn't know who you are yeah, no worries, man. <laughs> he does drive an Infinity, so maybe he's heard of Gerard. Um, <laughs> and uh, he was like, actually, that's a really good point. Maybe he was like humoring me. But uh, yeah, and I was like, yeah, it is. What's the Kevin's. point? It was just that. Oh, like, yeah. How big doing it? Yeah. Long. yeah. How if you're the if you're the best at what you've been doing, but comparatively, everyone else has been kind of like in that same realm for decades to 100 years. Like, could you? Yeah. For sure, for sure. and i think that's uh, uh i thought that was a really valid point uh, i do have a game that i play at the office now downtown where every time a white tesla drives by i got a bunch of people just to point at it and call it like peasants like peasants 
Doesn't. Doesn't. <laughs> I mean, we're the ones that are fucking. Nah, no, no. What do we go on? We're the ones spending that... all this money to fucking get to to get to work. <laughs> yeah. In these, you know what I mean? I guess. But you. But is it because you love the combustion engine? Is that well the white the white blit was cheapest, so that's why Gerard's got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same yeah, with the white. So who's oh, the, the Arista wasn't now. white, or was it white? It was white. Yeah. yeah, it was white. You had a you had a blue one though for a while, didn't you? Blue Arista. That was a one forty seven. I had a one forty seven. You had a you had a black GS. And then a white. Ah, that's right, right, right. I have a blue wrist, so that's who. Yes. Oh, that's Fuck right. You. Oh man, it's been a while. Oh, I good. had a blue wrist for a bit too. You did, and then you sold it, and then it crashed. That's such a, that's such a sad thing because I was like, "Oh, this car's sick. I should just build it." And then you sold it, and then it died. So I was kind of thinking, "Oh, maybe I should have built it." Oh, <laughs> but then I think again every time I. Every time, every time you sit in Aristo, Gerard yeah. literally sat in my Aristo and was like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All the Aristos I've driven recently just... That's mine. He's talking about really mine. <laughs> and then I hopped in the JZX like right after and I'm like, yep, this, is, this, is, this, is, this was the right decision. What was and it about the Aristo that was off? The door, like, the seats, the handle... The, all right, the not steering, the fucking the Gerard. Starting. All right, well, you live your life, you you two saints among men. I don't know what I don't have a good saying to go. <laughs> I've had a bit of a week, so I'm just a little. I'm letting uh, my brain doesn't work. Um, all right, um, that can't be right. Cool. What can't be right? Uh, it says I have jury duty on the second, but that's a Saturday, so that doesn't make sense. It's a trap. It's that cop that said he would get you from years ago. He was like, I'm going to get you next time, Kevin. <laughs> well, what it is what it is, you know? That's the way she goes. I see uh, there's another... There's, oh, hey, here's a thing that we can talk about. Awesome. As a side. As a side, do you ever think about how you affect the car seat? Not affect. Do you ever think about being involved in the local car scene or is it just not as there as much? Like to go to those things and have For a us? presence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we want to do part of like car shows and stuff like that. I mean, car meets, I do. I mean, like I said, last time I, I talked to my wife and said, hey, like I need to be going to these car meets. Like we have to have a presence there. Like it is part of my job. It's part of my business. Like mm-hmm. stunting on them. Stunting on them. I, I agree with you though. Yeah. You be on them. I think if you're going to have a sick car and you're going to be about sick cars and stuff, that sick car has to be seen as much as possible by as many people as possible, including your local scene. Yeah, that's fair. You got to yeah. be an advocate. You got to be an advocate for the change that you want to see mm-hmm. or for, and I have, I've always felt that way. And uh, I mean, Kevin, go on. Sorry. Jordan. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, uh also i kind of feel a bit of that when i drive the car every day it's like that car gets seen by tons of people whether or not they're car people or not but there's no reason for me not to go to a car meet because i drive that car every day you know what i mean yeah yeah you get a captive audience 
you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm going to go to daycare with the car, but I'm not going to go to a fucking car meet. Like you better be there. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. Well, man, I'm going to get these, these day car folk to get on putting yeah. six speed on a Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, I agree. That's a, a good way to be. I mean, about. that's, that's the perfect mix of both though. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you have your captive audience at the car meet of all the people who care about it. But then like, while you're just driving it around, it's all those people who have no clue mm-hmm. who are getting to see it and be like, Oh, what the heck is that? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're opening their eyes to the possibilities of limitless modifications, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is so. true. That's a school of thought. I like the idea of being a thought leader in this scene, though. Which you're a thought leader. I like. I like that title, thought leader. Is it not a thing? See, this is how you know we've been spending too much time at the office. <sighs> Hit me with uh, your buzzwords. Yeah. What else do you want? You want to hear about values? Um. Kevin, you deal with drifting. In my mind, Kevin's on top of drifting, and that's where that goes. Anyway, <laughs> subject matter expert is the other one I like to use. Mm-hmm. Gerard, you're a subject matter expert. Try to be, yeah. Kevin, so are you. But anyway. Just, uh, I got right. a smaller amount of subjects. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you mean like subjects as in a king has subjects. <laughs> <laughs> It's twofold. <laughs> or, or, or like, <laughs> All right. Okay. Good. Oh man, that's great. Uh, Ryan's waking up the neighbors. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're I'm fucking Brian Adams. Summer. Nope, that wasn't on that album. Anyway, waking up the neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Man, so, were there questions ask, today? There was Car Shinobi. Uh, reached out and wrote a long message that my beer is too strong and I don't know if I'll be able to read this, but Hey, mister, I'm a frequent listener to the podcast and thought of a possible topic to cover. I think it would be kind of fun to talk about structural, structural integrity of these turd nineties and 2000 cars we drive. For (laughs) example, y'all could talk about how people not only radius fenders, but radius upper and lower frame rails to fit wheels, then take those same cars to the track. One could argue that they are making the car stronger, but they are changing the car's factory fail points. And majority of the time, the people doing these modifications are complete booger eaters. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't wrong. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They, they also won't think about where the next point of failure is, etc. Could go on and on about sketchy stuff you see at the track, on the internet, so forth. Yeah. Yeah, we can not talk long, about that. Yeah, and it's not long ago I saw someone swapping a roof on an S13, just chopped the donor, like just chopped the donor roof off the pillars and welded it to the onto the rolled car. <laughs> they didn't weld the inner structure of the pillars, probably not realizing yeah, that there's like just four two layers of metals. Yeah. 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 This topic could include suspension stuff, he also said. Absolutely, Uh, man. Yeah. All right. Tell me, tell me about the shit that you've seen out there. So structural integrity or like sketchiness? We've seen some sketchiness. A lot of Kevin started on the sketchiness. I mean, I feel like you can get away with a lot of sketchiness. Drifting, you can't. Well, also just even in road racing or whatever, it's just like, you know, like you're con- like, especially almost in road racing where you're constantly trying to have like the lightest part and like, 
and you're, you know, you got to do any, anything to win. It's like, you know, like, Oh, maybe you're going to take that rotor completely off and like jam something in the brake caliper so that the calipers doesn't shoot the piston out. And like, you're just not going to run with one rear, only going to have one rear brake or something. It's like, you know, you're going to do whatever you can to like get back out there or to, or to, or, or to win. So like, yeah, there's always, always something sketchy being done, but like, I, and I feel like on the racetrack, like you kind of expect it or like, it's not, not, not that it's like allowed, but like, there's, you know, there's some shit you would never do on a street car that you'd, you'd be like, Oh, it's a track car. It doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. I, I would probably say road racing, not quite so much. Cause like there's usually classes and this and that, but also yeah, like the safety factor of a road race car or I mean, just the level of safety required. I mean, even just, for your own like state of mind or whatever, I would say is much higher than like a drift car. But yeah, yeah there's definitely like, I mean, it, and drift car is a perfect example. Like even at our last event, there's whatever you want to call missile cars. And they're just like beat to beat to shit parts hanging off of them. Fucking door skins cut out. Like safety is not an issue. People do not think of fail points because they don't ever think they're going to fail. And they say, Oh, whatever. If I crash it, just chuck it in the garbage. I don't really give a fuck. And you're usually crashing at like sub a hundred kilometers an hour. Anyways. Like I, I feel like I crashed my car pretty hard and I didn't really feel like unsafe in any way, but I mean, it definitely could have been bad. Like my, my feet could have been pinched and we definitely had uh, like a buddy who broke his back in a, in a drifting accident. So safety is definitely a thing, but like, I don't think safety is on the minds of many drifters. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Safety third. And then as far <laughs> as suspension parts goes, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people, especially like, I guess in the stance crowd or whatever, like, and the, like the most crowd, which I guess would be like Instagram and TikTok and shit. Like people would like, you know, want the most camber and the most, wheel lip and the most all that like that excuse me in my opinion is where you see the absolute sketchiest stuff yeah. like there's no way you're getting 25 degrees of camber in any way shape or form that's like probably safe in any way you know what i mean like something's something's really really compromised at that point or every single thing is <laughs> is modified is modified to be to give you that camber but like at the same time yeah it's, it's yeah it's not safe anymore you know what i mean but i mean really what's how like what traction could you possibly have with 25 degrees of camber so it really doesn't matter anyways because you're not going to be able to go fast or handle or stop or do anything <laughs> i mean we used to have a thing that we would say back in the day when like you know when we had five six degrees of camber and like nobody had any camber Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just like, you know, I don't know, take your hot rod and it's got like bias ply tires, mm-hmm. four wheel discs and like, you mean four wheel drums? Sorry. Yeah. Four wheel drums. And <clears throat> it's like anything I do to my car, it's still going to handle and stop better than that thing, you know? Yeah. So like, even if I have half the tire on the ground, it still has more grip than that car has. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, is that, is that car that's completely looks totally fine? Is that car less safe than my car? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, there's definitely like, you know, I, I mean, like, I don't know what about the, like, 
everybody removes the OEM steering wheel with the airbag to put in a deep dish wheel. That's like mod. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's like eight years in you do that and you get your friend Gerard to do it and then you record it. Also, there's no no way that was the first steering wheel you ever had. I had one that came in the 180, but like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't as nice as the steering. No, wheel. but I mean that's what I mean. It's like still like someone that car had an airbag and someone took it out. They made it less safe because they wanted yeah. it to be more cool. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I'll that's, that that's the thing is if there was a different way to if there were a different way to go about it, maybe more people would do it. But like nobody's spending a thousand dollars on an on a slightly nicer looking stock airbag wheel, you know, Oh, I got my stock wheel, but it's got carbon fiber on it. And like suede, this shit's still ugly. It's still 350 yeah. mil diameter. Like. I think after we put the and, st- steering wheel in my car, I think I said, this is the best mod I've yeah. ever done to my car. <laughs> of course. It's, it's, it's more ergonomic. It's like, it's like feels better. It looks cooler. Like everything about it's better. Yeah. You fit yeah. in the car better. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt dope because it looked dope. You know, yeah. it, it felt good. But also, like the newer cars, like yeah, in order to have a cool stockish steering wheel, you have to have like a thirty thousand dollar plus car. Like you can get cool GTR steering wheels, cool BMW steering wheels, cool like Infinity, you know, Q fifty or Q sixty steering wheels. But like, yeah, they have all the Lexus steering wheels you can get too. Yeah, exactly. But those cars cost X amount of money. And that steering wheel costs like a thousand dollars. But I, I feel like all the all those cars, the reason for that too is it's like there's so much integrated into the wheel. It's like yeah. you're gonna like you're gonna get rid of your steering wheel and then all of a sudden like your stereo doesn't work because the yeah. only volume control was on the steering wheel or something, yeah. you know? Like yeah, cruise yeah, control. Bluetooth. Yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, and I mean they good. just generally most newer cars have like actual cool steering wheels. They're like 330 or 340 mil, you know, pretty ergonomic as far as the grips and shit go versus all of our 2000 steering wheels that are like super skinny super big like pregnant face four spoke like just the most hurting like the crown steering wheel is like laughable like that that's even allowed to be in a car (laughs) uh gerard if you could time travel to one place in time would it be to go back and tell crown the people who built the crown to not put those steering wheels in the car no they can they can do whatever (laughs) they want with that car they can have that car that ain't me um i am as i've said many times from regina saskatchewan and sometimes we produce really great cars and sometimes more often than not there's some questionable things done from cars uh let's just roll the tape oh no we can't do that because this is a spoken word yeah um i remember Man, I don't know if I'm going to get this. I feel like someone was trying to build either a roll cage or like a harness bar. And they were like, I'm going to do it myself. And they legitimately built two spears that if they ever got into an accident, it was like someone is going to get impaled. Like it was just the way that it like sat in the back. I'd almost have to draw you a picture. It was like they had pointed ends on them. And if they got into an accident... Which people did at that uh, at that track. Um, one of the accidents was on Rob Deerdick's uh, ridiculous, I believe. But anyway, um, yeah, it was like, "Yo, you just weaponized your car to murder you," is what you've done. <laughs> but like, yeah, the like harness bars in general have always been like a, a sort of like questionable one. Yeah, and this was real questionable. 
Uh, I think someone else's <laughs> car started on fire at that track once, and then some they didn't have a fire extinguisher, and someone else. Oh, they were trying to weld a seat into their car at the track. Oh, that's a nice fire. one. That's a well-prepared vehicle. You know, uh, when you're welding a seat in at the track, you've really shown up ready and equipped. <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> it was Carter Jackson. No, I'm joking. It was not Carter Jackson. It what about... What about the one where you, you cut raise, the hole? You raise the... your hood up. Did you ever were you did you ever subscribe to the theory that like in an accident it would fly off because it couldn't engage the hooks? What? That's Are not what that mod was for, man. That was no, 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 no. I know, no, I was, I know. It wasn't. wasn't that a Honda that. mod that like transferred? No, it was over? for cooling. But it, but people were saying it was super dangerous because you spaced the hood up to now where the safety hook. Mm-hmm isn't going to catch it and it's just going to fly off and decapitate you that's what people <laughs> used to say about it has it ever like, decapitated, uh, decapitated by yeah. a hood yeah it's, exactly jesus christ i um, mean if it happened i would then subscribe i mean to i it, didn't but... think it was unsafe i, I mean i i thought it was i know, mean not, not the coolest but something else we could argue here is like a lot of these like transmission swap kits let's call them and then they got like a f- a flywheel spacer and like substandard bolts to bolt on like two inches worth of spacer and then a flywheel and then a clutch or fucking nonsense. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like I'm just going to build this like 8,000, 9,000 RPM motor with this like bojangled clutch and flywheel setup. Oh, don't worry about my legs. Like no big deal. The thing is just going to explode or fly off or whatever. Like yeah, that's janky very, too. I'd be very scared of that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be confident in drifting in that thing. What I'm not scared of is, is you using the term bojangled, which is great. <laughs> like like Mr. Bojangles. Yeah. Yeah, like the like the guy yeah. that Bob Dylan wrote a song about, Mr. Yeah. Bojangles. All right. Sure. Uh, or even those aluminum flywheels, man. Like this always always sketch me out. <laughs> like because I've taken them out and the holes are just like ovalized. Like from like yeah. clutch kicking and like high power, they, the holes are ovalized. Like, and then they have the holes all drilled through them for the friction surface and stuff. I'm thinking, man, this is just like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> have like aluminum flywheel chugs fly through the through the uh, bell housing and stuff. Mm. But yeah, there's also uh, the holes cut for the uh, upper control arms. That's a good one. Let's just hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just gonna do it because I've had a bit to drink, so I'm just gonna toss it out there because. <laughs> The white S13 that was like fully T bone that's still uh, trash. Yes, yeah. I feel exactly. like, are we allowed? I don't know where this lands, but whatever. I'll just cut it out. Silver me can figure it out. Um, how do you? <laughs> I don't, I don't envy that guy. Yeah, yeah. Silver me's got a lot of things to figure out. Um, that is the one though. I like, I, I feel like that is not, it's not the one, but. That's a crazy situation, isn't it? Like it was. The, the I mean, cars. that's. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's on the same level as like the stupid fucking like twenty-five degrees of camera scraping down the road with the fucked up fenders and the rim rubbing. It's the same thing. Like it's it's unsafe. It's it's kind of ridiculous. People do it for like the clout or the looks or the likes or whatever you want to call it. Like, like if that was a proper, if anybody actually gave a shit when they tech your car drifting that car would never pass like never pass 
Yeah, but you, I mean, up. I don't know. In the same fucking breath, like how fucked up are those crowns in '90s that Saito and them drive? You know what I mean? Like they're not that fucked up, but they're not that far from being that fucked up either. Like it's it's you know it's a fine line. But yeah, I under I I agree that car like should not have passed any sort of tech to been drifting on the track after that accident. But yeah, I guess for me, like if if you're gonna you know, allow like that kind of thing, then yeah. maybe don't don't look like you give a shit at tech. Like, oh, my battery's not tied down. Well, my fucking door can't open. So, you know my what I mean? My door like, ain't tied down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I agree. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, I feel that it's like a weird scale. And there are, maybe there are times and points for, for both, you know, but there has to be some sort of line, you know. I, I think my biggest concern these days is like, because of this whole stance movement and the, the more, the more of everything movement, the more camera, the bigger wheels, this and that people like now you take like a large group of people that like literally know absolutely nothing about cars, let alone suspension or travel or fucking strength or anything. And then they just want to have the most. So they take these giant wheels and then they try to put the most camber. And then as long as the car can sort of move or drive and it, it you know, it looks remotely sick then they think it's cool and then other people will do that or see that and then do the same thing and it's like a lot of these cars are just super super fucked like super fucked i'm gonna ask because i don't know because i don't i don't exist in those circles do those cars is that still like it it feels like we've moved away from that as a culture a bit but maybe i'm wrong like maybe uh. there's still the outliers that are full stance and i just don't pay attention there's definitely a lot of miatas in, in this category that i'm talking about and mazda threes mazda uh, threes miatas yeah i only ever liked one miata owner he's gone. ucf tens <laughs> um ucf tens i like that guy uh no wait what did you have you had a 20 you had crazy but yours work we really just blew by the fact that there's a dude drifting a car that was fully like t-boned <laughs> I, I think i maybe am the one that's most appalled by it but i can't put it to words why i don't know anyway yeah that's fine. why you don't know ah uh, it does i think you did touch on it like uh, rules exist but then do they not exist for everyone and then is it is that for the internet to quote childish gambino or no like or you know like what's that for like what's the purpose of that like oh he's gonna fix it and he might and it might look cool and maybe it'll be totally like unreal when he does i don't know i mean you just look Can at the comments i don't know where you would see the where you would like gauge that but i bet you so many people were like yo that's so sick like yo that's like I mean, we ourselves have a fully fucking T-bone car in one of our videos driving. We had to drive it back from Washington over the fucking border to get it home. And in the video, he's driving down the road with the door basically like against his, you know, rib cage or something. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, I get that part. It's the part where you go back to the track, though, with that same car. That's the part that doesn't like. Yeah. I mean, that was a two-day event, and I'm sure if you could have driven it the second day at the second track, you probably would have, you know. Would your friend have done that? 
like been like, oh, no, man, I think like, that's what he was talking about. I don't, I, I don't think so. I mean, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. I think there were a lot of events <laughs> before that second day to prevent <laughs> yeah. a lot of people yeah. from driving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I was the only one that drove it the second day. Well, I mean, I couldn't be driving. So yeah, because your car was like blown up or something. Yeah, my car melted. Yeah. So I think I was the only one that drove the second day. But yeah. So to the white S13 that did that, it mm-hmm. it felt like enough time had transpired. Unless I'm totally wrong and I don't know, but it was like they were at the event. It, well, no, there was all the photos event. came out of the car that was like wrecked. Yeah. And it was like really wrecked and everyone was like, oh my God. And then, yeah, then it felt like a week or two weeks later that there was like, he was drifting at a track with the car. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know it was like that. I thought it was just like, he just kept drifting. No, I'm pretty no. sure he got T-boned on the street. Yeah. Oh, really? It's like, it's mm-hmm. like crazy damage. Now, oh, if we're wrong, whack. anyone can reach out and correct us. Or if, if someone happens to be listening that, can explain that to yeah i'm more than willing to listen to the other the other side of that coin but you don't listen to coins that's a dumb thing to say the other (laughs) side of that story uh i will for sure hear it out i don't know that's a weird thing we make room for people to do stuff like that with clout for clout that goes back to the alex Choi tesla jumping Mm -hmm. jumping the street we make room for that now in culture i mean is like fucking sideshows, not all that, just room for like disaster that we like. I don't think I mean, people are really making room for it. Yeah. Someone's making room for it, not us. Yeah. But someone, like there's someone out there. It feels like they're making their own room. I like have a, they, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, I have a weird thought about this and nobody's going to like this. And I'll say it because I've been sounds thinking controversial. about it. Bro. Woo. Um, when we talk about drifting, we always talk about how nobody understood it. They didn't get us. And we're still having that conversation now. Like Mission Raceway is seems like it's a no, no go anymore mm-hmm. for now. And there's this like old versus young. And now we've kind of become like the old. And I know that realistically like sideshows or takeovers are dumb but there's part of me wonders are we doing to them what people did to us and then we just don't understand it and that's the controversial thing that is very dumb and i get that but is it like in years from now is there a professional version of this where they just try not to like mall over pedestrians but i mean that was the thing it's like maybe if they were doing it in a parking lot of like a home depot or you know or in like some industrial park but like if you're doing it on the freeway or like in the middle of an intersection where you're completely like screwing up traffic then maybe there's less respect for it yeah you know when street racing started and when or like you know when it was in its heyday and when we were street drifting like that was what you know you're not you're going out of your way to try and be away from you're going at the time and the place where there will not be anybody, you know? Right. Agreed. But then there's no way that I can say that I don't agree with it, but there's no way that I I can say this. Like where it's like, but what if we're kind of wrong? Like, and I don't think that we are, but I'll tell you what. So like, yeah, sideshows kind of dumb, whatever, but like I do think, personally that there is like a kind of cool aspect about them 
like they're so fucking raw and like crazy. And like some of the driving isn't bad. And I mean, you can call it what it is. They're just doing donuts or they're just, you know, whatever. But like, like some of those dudes can kind of fucking shred, man. And like, it's, it's kind of stupid, but like, I, if you imagine yourself being that like 20 fucking two year old dude who like, that's what you go do is you have this, like, I don't know, fucking charger or G35. And like your Friday night consists of like getting your friends and going to like battle or whatever they do with some other dude in this realm of like craziness. It's almost like fight club, but like it fully is. That's cars. My it's part, like a mosh where... pit for cars. Yeah. It's like, it's like the best is when is. the car fucks up and then everyone just runs in and starts breaking the windows, you know? Yeah. It's like, fucking <laughs> God, they turn on like, you, man. There's I mean, oh, yeah. it's kind of, there is a cool aspect about it. Well, maybe not cool, but like, it's, it's definitely like a hardcore aspect of it. Like you got some fucking balls to be doing that shit. And like the cars are all pretty new. Like you got CTSVs and like, like SRTs and, like G37s, like those aren't yeah, cheap cars, man. People aren't that's taking like 30% APR right there, buddy. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Fully, these people just have absolutely no brains, but like those are like all army loans right there, you know? But, yeah. but the thing that I guess is like at some yeah. point, somebody looked at drifting and was like, that's really dumb. Yeah. Cause for it was sure. done on, right? Like if you said, Kevin, on a mountain road. Yeah, Kevin, you were like, oh, you go to a parking lot. But I remember when I knew people that were doing it in parking lots, they're like, why would you go to a parking lot and do that? Like, you're going to get busted. You're going to get caught. Like, don't do that. It's it's always a generation before being like, you know, like the street racers, probably a lot of them are like, what are you doing in a parking lot? Like, we went out of town and raced on like, an abandoned highway or something or like a dead end road but now you're in a parking lot like that's ballsy you idiot and then there's that sense i wonder if like we've just become the old people that don't understand don't get it, it yeah and look people are gonna be mad and i'm not i don't like it i'm just trying to be the devil's advocate to it uh, and it is like what if there ends up that there's something there? Because like nobody thought <laughs> drifting was anything. We're always but, like, "Yo, drifting is the best, like the best part of any race." You read okay, that I, part can, over can and over. I, okay, again. what about this? What about yeah, this? Yeah. I'll put forth to you this. In Australia, they have like the burnout contest mm-hmm. and like the turn and burn. It's very similar to like the turn and burn, and they do something similar in like South Africa too. Yeah, South Africa shit's crazy. And like you know, I think in like uh, like Trinidad and Tobago or whatever, and like the bahamas or at sema that kind of shit too where it's like you have a very narrow area just to like destroy the tires and like rile the crowd up as much as possible but like they have like concrete k-rails and it's you know yeah it it is a similar thing in my opinion it's not super unlike you know like the sema was it tread pass or whatever when they have the basically a little lot and people go in there and do some figure eights and donuts and shit. And like, then you get two cars in there doing the same thing. Like, that's just like, that's like the, the, the like PG 13 version of like the triple X sideshow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. 
I'm just gonna put this out there. One year, me and Von Gittin Jr. did um, some fucking like sideshow shit at SEMA. By that, yeah. I mean it was the PG-13. I yeah, rode. exactly. I rode in his car and made a video of Von Gittin Jr. Oh, doing sick, so. bro. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and now we're best friends, and I have an, a deal with RTR. I, nice. <laughs> Way to parlay that into a successful career in automotive yeah. filming. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah anyway i just that's a thing that i like thought about and i'm always like we could never do it but would it be funny to get someone that was just like really into side shows yeah and have them try to explain it to the three of us honestly that'd be like that podcast would go viral people would be so mad at us giving them a platform like even like giving them a platform Ah, let the world burn. No, there is Side one guy. Corridor. No, there is one. Listen, though, <laughs> there is one guy that I follow that does sideshows and stuff, but he actually does drift as well. And he's a really good driver. He drives a 350Z. And like he he's pretty good, man. Like, I mean, I I don't know. He's actually been to the track a few times now. Uh, and I think he's, you know, done pretty well or whatever. But like I I feel like like you know, like Naoki, like you remember how like David would always say like Naoki is banned from D1 because like he would just never ever stop street drifting. Yeah. So like what if it's something like that? Like what if like one of these like really good drifters came from sideshows and he had to like kind of hide his little past or whatever, you know, some shit <laughs> like that. Like looks yeah. like you just wrote yourself a script to the fast and the furious <laughs> reboot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is it is and you could get uh... anyway, that was my uh thought about it i was like what if we're just old and we like don't get it and to kevin you make a point you're like everyone's always trying to round off the edges you've said in the past is that right yeah and that's definitely a big that's definitely a big tangent sticking out you know yeah that's like it's like the 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 least round thing about the car community right now also the people that go to those things like they're legitimately like, oh, I'm gonna go to this fucking place. It's like super crazy and it's super dangerous. And like they're not like they're not like not wanting to stand in the like ring, if you will. They're like legitimately going into the ring with like cars flying by out of control. Yeah, it kind of ri- yeah. reminds me of like a more dangerous like low rider hopping contest. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Oh, I'm still or going it's like Dubai, it. but like on a on a on a intersection. <laughs> you know what what I mean? the it's fuck like, is up, Denny's? You know that little vibe there. That's what I'm thinking about. Man, this is so <laughs> the crazy. mosh pit and a Denny's. Just kick the I door think. down. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I don't know. Eh, everyone, we're done. Nobody wants to hear us be on the side of of side shows and takeover. I, this is kind of a thing we've i do you think it's permanent do you think that we've lost a track forever like, i don't really not... think so i i i'm all i'm hopeful i don't really think so either it's not permanent but it's it, it is doesn't, it doesn't sound like they want it to be it doesn't like obviously nobody wants it to be i i wanted to go into the facebook group where people were talking about it and just be like Nobody was like out of hand, but I just wanted to be like, everybody chill. You're going to get yourself. This is like this, the cycle of when a track is like, I'm not sure about drifting. And everyone's like, uh, someone crowdfunds, crowdfunded track. Someone do this. Someone do that. Oh, I can't believe they went. And I was like, just chill the fuck out. Let someone else that has like 
proper grammar i don't know deal with deal with like solving the solution to yeah to driving yeah, exactly. there because like everyone gets to work the fuck up about it and it's like there's probably like that isn't penticton there is probably a solution to it if they were like yo if you're gonna drift here maybe it's more expensive to drift then fine you pay that price and then maybe you work with the track and they build build out the track i don't feel like the door is closed yet on drifting here although i was thinking before this podcast <laughs> i was like it's not surprising to me either because this is what happens i feel like a lot with drift tracks is you drive on it you drift and then the track's like whoa you're fucking some shit up and then they have to fit, come up with a solution it's weird because it seems like drift tracks or I don't know if it's drift track people or drift tracks. Like it seems like for some reason they can't get their shit together. It's like PGP, Pat's Acres, fucking mission. It's like. I think they got shit stacked against them though. It's like PGP and Pat's Acres are both like noise complaints. Like, you yeah. know, also it's like, I mean, maybe not, you know, maybe not PGP or Pat's Acres or like whatever but like the the amount of money that's sitting there in like land for the for the racetrack and mission it's like it's so silly you know <laughs> yeah. yeah like it's so much money sitting there but it's also it's also silly for them not to just try to fucking have drift events every goddamn day no i agree i agree like like yeah like you want to make money or not like we're, we're literally paying what is it twenty five hundred dollars for one for fucking six hours of drifting or six yeah. hours of track time. Yeah, there's like yeah. nobody, there's like not even anybody there, you know? Yeah, like I don't know how how much a fucking repair on a track could possibly be, but like, I mean, maybe it's two grand, maybe it's, but like if that's one day, like you yeah. guys, if you guys promoted or advertised, you could at least probably do two or three days a week of, of you know, making making money. And then who knows what the weekends entail. This was the same thing that happened in Saskatchewan. We drifted on a cart track. People were dirt dropping. And then they were like, yo, this is fucking up. Like, we got to be able to run like carts here. And then like, I we had to go out and help fix the track. And, but the organization that backed drifting in Saskatchewan at the <clears> time <throat> didn't care about drifting. So they were like happy to let drifting fall by the wayside. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the exact same like complaint. It's just how you deal with it. I, I sort uh, of feel too like like with the with the like dirt drops and the drifting and stuff is like it's not like they gave a shit to make the track like friendly for drifting. Like you know what I mean? Like they put these dirt drops there that basically are like giant holes and like so like obviously it's going to become worse and worse and worse. Like I don't, I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but like, I feel like there are tracks that are sort of like, like, or track it wasn't makers. designed. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. The track has no layout to it. Yeah. And then they like paved like a couple of feet extra. And then they're like, they're getting mad because people are still going off, but it's like, well, you know, that you didn't solve the problem. Like, yeah. 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 And then, you know what, uh, you know, it kind of pissed me off in that whole thing is like, Oh yeah. Like, like, oh, you shouldn't be going off. Like, maybe you should learn how to drift, blah, 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 this and that. It's like, 
like I'm not the best driver, but I can guarantee you every single one of those motherfuckers that's saying, Oh, you should be a better driver has gone off or at least dirt dropped or anything. You know what I mean? Like dirt dropping is basically part of the drifting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like, you know, looping out and going into the dirt and doing a giant burnout as part of it. But like, there are times when you you're a bit too bent and you just either stay into it or, or you, you go off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that good. Like Kevin's not that good. Like, Maybe, Kevin, maybe I the, think you're really good. No, yeah. man, I, I probably went off harder this last event than I have in a long yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin's the reason it got canceled, too. basically. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's just it, right? Like, sorry, like, go on. None, none of those guys talking were professionals. No, none of those guys talking had professional level cars. And I feel like if you're unless you're both of those, like you can't say that shit. You just can't. Who's a professional? Who the closest thing we have to a professional in BC is. Uh, I mean, was that dude with bro- that car? Was it's, well, it's not- I would say Fournier and yeah, yeah Fournier say, Brody yeah, and Brody. But then it just made me think too. It was like I was thinking about this as a topic, and it was like, but also of course, like we've talked about it before, not to go into it too much, but automotive sports are going to become a thing for the rich, and you know, like the, they already are, though. Yeah, and it's just going to keep being that way like it's we're not we are not an industrial industrious people uh car people that are into drifting you know like we kind of take the scraps of what we can get and then we're we do our best but yeah i i guess i don't know is that indicative of the car scene that we're in like drifting we're just not we're not built for that like i don't know i don't even know man it's it's just shitty unfortunate news because like i didn't really get a whole lot of seat time at the last event so i was like kind of choked about that but then i was like okay it's no big deal it's just a month i just got to put the other car together you know whatever but like now it's like uh i mean i should still probably put the car together but it just like plays more to that whole thing of just like you just gotta do things when you can do them because you never know i guess you know yeah 100 percent. yeah I mean, like, you guys can still go to Washington, right? Like, you could still take. I'll take Evergreen. the Blit, yeah. You could still do the Evergreen event. It's a big That's trek, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it like you're is. going 45 minutes and like coming home that night. You know, like it's. Yeah, you're definitely not. It's a big. No, it, it is, but it could be worse. You could be driving eight to ten to twelve hours. Like, how much do you think Carter trekked to get here to drive? You know, well, I mean, you're going to villains with Kevin soon, aren't you? Driving fucking eight hours. Yeah, man. But spending eight hours in a car with Kevin sounds like a, a dream come true. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were gonna like drive your own car or. Oh, you, you want me to drive me? my own car? No, no, I no, no. To... no, no. I, I, I was, I was car. fully, fully prepared for either, either or. I don't want to drive my own car. Yeah, where we I mean, yeah. Why would you want to drive your own car if you don't have to, right? exactly uh i just gotta make sure my passport comes in yeah i was i was like thinking about this the other day i mean maybe it's just because i'm in a situation right now where like my my you know my child is like pretty young and i got all this like responsibility at home like uh, i wouldn't go like to a drift event if it had to be like four or five six hours like even when we went to like dui like that's like a big deal i don't know how much more i have left in me man like i'm not that good i don't have a fucking drift car right now like it's all relative though i mean we've talked about this like 
I like to think, here's the thing. If you guys were around and you were like, we're going to final bout in fucking Oregon and Medford, I would have went. I would have, that would have been fine. I would have done the 10 hours and did that, whatever it was. Um, but that's because to do those things, I've always had to do six, eight, 10, 20, like fly, drive. Like it's a different thing for you. Your experience with it is, hasn't been this, the same. You've always had it. Like it, it's all relative, is all I'm saying. Is what like, do you mean? Not... Well, when you live in Saskatchewan and you'd have to drive or fly for oh. 10 hours to go do any automotive thing driving six yeah. hours to go to this track is no but what i'm what i'm saying is like what i would have done like yeah i had no problem spending fucking two weeks going to to whatever it was i had no problem driving five six hours to get to dui um i mean maybe it's just because i don't have a drift car right now like maybe it's because yeah. i don't i, I haven't probably drifted. because it's not been very rewarding <laughs> like the last time i went drifting it it, it sucked like i i, I wasn't happy with my driving i wasn't happy with the car i was like it was it was a not a good experience whatsoever and like i didn't get the enjoyment out of it that i used to get you know what i mean and now not not only that it's like it's like really difficult for me to get away for any sort of amount of time so it's like this big huge like endeavor to go fucking drifting that like maybe here's, I just... uh, here's a question gerard what are the things if as a guy who has a family mm-hmm. um what are the things that you want to get away for? I mean, I'd like to say drifting, but like, but you just said it isn't. So. I mean, I think I do think a lot of that's the fact that like I haven't driven since my car crashed. And then the last time I, the last two times I drove were super shitty. Right. I was driving. So like a, just, uh, it's like, I mean, I don't know how it is for you guys, but like when you, when I crashed on my bike, my BMX and like smashed my face, there was a decent amount of time where I was like, uh, like not really into biking. Like I was like, I would ride and stuff, but like, it wasn't the same like confidence level. I was like second guessing myself, like all this other shit. It wasn't really super enjoyable. It took like a bunch of years to be like, okay, like, yeah, this is fine again. Like I can, I can do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like you get 12 stitches and fucking lose four teeth. You're just kind of like, well, Maybe biking isn't that sick, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I never lost teeth taking photos of cars. Yeah, sliding sideways. <laughs> um, I've had off days where I've done it. And I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm not fired. Like, I'm not on this as much as I should have been. But then I think back to like, there's a version of me that did this and was pretty. <laughs> relatively okay at it it would have better days and i'm like how do i get back to being that version of me and and then when it happens i'm fully about it so it's like i i'm kind of the i think my thing is that i'm in a way the opposite but i don't have the consequences that you have when you do something that you like doing gerard yeah it's like if i'm not doing something well I try to do more to compensate for it. So I'm like, Oh, I'm not doing this well. Oh, I should, I should do more until I get better or until I figure it out again. And that's yeah. how I approach it. So I feel like that's a good way to approach it. Cause a lot of times, like what I have, like, so before drifting 
for me was kind of like, you know, I, I always like had that confidence where I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to shred. Like, I didn't really think like, Oh, I'm going to like super suck. I mean, when I went to final bout, I was super confident, but then when I drove and like fully sucked, I was like, yo, like I shouldn't be here. But then after like, you know, getting some seat time and getting ride alongs, I was like, okay, like I can do this. This is fine. And then I did. And you know, my driving progressed immensely that weekend. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I do feel like it's just like, I just got to get back on the horse and actually like the biggest part for me was the fact that like, I'm now like second guessing my abilities yeah, to do the thing that I like doing. And I know that I can do, but like the last couple of times I went, I'm just like, man, like you have like two left hands and like, you can't, you can't link a fucking corner. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like you just like the worst driver ever. And, and Kevin, yeah, as our it's, resident, it's really, really like, what's the word? Like disheartening. Yeah. Kevin, as our resident driver, do you have anything you'd like to say? <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, I agree with Gerard that like when you have, you know, like him not having the desire to go drifting totally makes sense right now because he's been away from it for so long. And, you know, like, I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast in the last couple of weeks, but like, you know, in the last six to nine months, I probably thought about the Alteza like zero times. Like I did zero work to the Alteza since the Drift Gala. I've driven it in and out of the shop and that's literally it. Um, but then after I went to that Drift event, I was like, so inspired i'm like oh man i like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i want to change this 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 suspension setting i'm gonna change the alignment here like oh maybe i'm gonna finally do this thing that i this project that i bought like i don't know a year and a half ago maybe two years ago at this point i'm like oh maybe i'll finally get around to doing that on the alteza and like like you know when you when you actually get to enjoy the things that you have or use them for what they're for and like kind of is reinvigorating again but when you just don't haven't done it in so long it's just like it's hard to imagine the feeling it gives you so it's, it's hard to like want to get that feeling again yeah so what i'm hearing here is that kevin's drug is drifting and gerard's drug is more accessible it's burnouts on the street i feel thing... like the burnout on the street is like a, a small small a quick hitter but yeah, like a quick hitter exactly but like not, it's not the binge kevin's looking for those like yeah, bender. Drugs. yeah, yeah. he's looking for the it's got to be the right type of high for kevin yeah. gerard will take what he can get uh come the on, thing sorry. i was gonna say too is like Oh, shit, I had it, and I, I think I might have forgot. I was shouting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm Brian. <laughs> Fuck me. Sorry. It's like, okay, so so I went out there, and I tried to do the thing, the drifting with the car. And, I mean, the car is not well set up. But, like, at the same time, I felt like my ability should be to some sort of level that I could take, you know, not any car, but, like, a car that, you know, it it is rear wheel drive. It has some sort of diff, and it can turn. I felt that I could be able to drift it, but but like myself as Gerard, I'm like, oh, this is wrong, and that's wrong, and that's wrong, and I just kind of like feel what's the word? Not not guilty, but like like Kevin would just be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna drift this car. It's fine. It's fine. But like, I guess me, I would be like, okay, like the steering is so ungodly slow that like it's it's really difficult to like control, and like I just 
maybe don't care enough to like want to control that shitty steering to like get better. But I mean, maybe if the car ran, I would, I would have definitely driven it the entire day if the car ran anyways, because I, I went out like three, four times trying to do the thing. But yeah, it, it was just kind of like these excuses, if you will, that like the car needs more shit. Like, I guess to be my level of drifting for me to be able to do the drifting, I guess yeah. I feel like shitty about that. I maybe need those things or somehow feel that I need those things in order to be able to do the thing. I don't know. I think there's a reinsure, like a reassurance in what you're saying. Sorry, Kevin, if you have something to say, you go. Cause I don't, uh, you go first. Uh, no, I was just going to say that, like, I, I think that that's true to some extent for me too, as well, though. Like, like if I just went out there with like an open diff car that you know like hasn't is super underpowered and like is super slow steering and like only one of the the e you know one only one side of the e-brake locks at this point i don't think i'd be having fun like i know how to you know i know how to drive i know what it should be doing i yeah i want to be able to do the things it's like the car is just so terrible and it's like sure you could go out there and like drive as hard as you can and try to overcompensate and try to do everything you can and maybe get it to do it and maybe have some fun but like you could be having way more fun yeah that's kind of it right it's like i go from this like well-developed like aristo that's like super planted and super like it does everything i want it to when i want it to and then now i'm in this like kind of half-assed car and it's like all the like skills that i developed with that other car are now like like i can't i can't use them <laughs> you know what i mean i got to learn these new skills that like like I'm going backwards or something, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. But that's, it's the funny thing is that you're not actually going backwards. You're developing a new skill to drive a new car. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is the same thing Chob went through. Cause like he went, but he went through it with the GS. Yeah. Like from like an S14 he, to a GS. There's a reassurance attached to this. I will, I will say this as well. We always talk about like people feel as if like they're the exception to the rule. And Gerard, it kind of feels like you also a little bit think like you're the exception to the rule. You're like, oh, I'm going to go like, I should be able to do this because I am who I am and I've done these things and it's not working. But the thing is, is like, no, it's still a skill set that you need to learn or a muscle that you need to build and you need to go out and learn that. And I think that's kind of, very much a thing that happens we've talked about it before in the car scene it's everyone you know it's like hey how'd you get so good at driving it's like well and i know this isn't entirely the case but to paraphrase it's like seat time and they're like mm -hmm. oh but you got an angle kit you got a hydro mm -hmm. hydro e-brake you got all these parts yes your car needs to run properly but now you're also drifting your blit isn't like 500 and some horsepower it's not mm -hmm those things you're i mean it definitely had the power the power wasn't i mean when it yeah, was when it was working um it's yeah. a different skill set you're gonna learn it the car's got to run as well that's got to be a thing yeah i mean i get it i i the the thing that i'd say that is different than you is that when june was your daughter's age mm -hmm. so you're like i don't so got a lot of time one yeah. i was like I'm going to just go to car meets and car shows. Cause like taking photos is what I like to do. And then I did that. And then I was like, no, it actually isn't car photos that I really like doing. Like car show photos are 
to me are are boring mm-hmm. and then i was like oh it's actually like drifting that i really yeah. like to do and that was what i found in that time period because i removed mm-hmm. that thing from the equation or that i was like no 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 like i actually cared the most about drifting this stuff is the the quick hitter the burnout in the street for me uh <laughs> and, and at the over. end of it yeah like like driven was very nice they flew me out to saskatoon to like take photos and write an article and do all this shit but at the end i was like i don't care as much about car shows like i want to watch my boys slide around a track and yeah. like you know drag some shutter speeds anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly uh, so yeah i think you'll get there but i do understand the like you're you're kind of in that yeah time frame that requires a more attention and i mean like to to drag it out even further like i had already like given up on the toyota i've already been like okay like the aristo was great and everything but like i'm switching i'm switching to nissan because like i just want to like progress my driving faster and and this and that but then instead of getting the Nissan on the track, I like get an even worse fucking Toyota. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing, man? Like you're, yeah. you're literally shooting yourself in the foot. Like, you know, so that's, that was kind of like the whole thing. Of, but, but that's why when I went to the event, I'm like, look, I'm going to drive. I'm going to fucking just get the seat time. I don't give a shit that it's got slow steering. I don't give a shit. I just needed to run and I just needed to, to be to for me to be in the driver's seat but yeah then it just wouldn't run so then fuck that thing but yeah anyways whatever <laughs> ah it's a ride man it's a ride i don't know yeah it is a ride i don't know what yeah. else to tell anyways you. that's done crazy, crazy world we live in these are the times guess yeah. we should all just join a sideshow <laughs> no <laughs> I mean, maybe we go to those Applewood events. Sounds like a sideshow. Sounds like it. Ah, they got K, they got K rails or something set up. Yeah, I'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, so- some of those things are fun too, but like, then you're always just gonna have the dude who has like the fucking fifteen hundred horsepower, like whatever on slicks, and just does like the most fucking insane, stupid ass, crazy burnout. And you're yeah. like. You pull your like fucking Jay Z, you know, even if it's five or six hundred horse, and you just like, and it's like, okay, fucking cool. Buddy starts up his like eight hundred cubic inch supercharged, fucking like ground shaking monster truck engine, like hot rod. You're just like, all right, what the fuck am I even doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah, as far as no, that, that, go. It's funny that both of you look at that at it that way because. When Buddy starts up that car, that's when I stop caring. Like my, I, mean, I don't know. You can't be a car guy and stop caring about something that crazy, man. Like why? This, I, quit telling me how I can <laughs> and can't be as a car person. How dare you? I can absolutely say that with the time frames and the times that I'm allowed to be around cars, that I want to be around the things that I absolutely care about. Like, I don't... <laughs> look... It's like, here's here's my analogy. I was thinking about how much Eric hates Drive to Survive, is what I was thinking about. Drive and how What's that? the F1 show on Netflix. Oh, he, just, he hates like, it? Oh, yeah, he thinks it's the dumbest thing. And I was thinking about it, and I watch it with Jody, and we watch <laughs> it in a few days, and I'm like, to me, this is the most efficient way to engage with this thing like everyone's like no i gotta watch the race live 
And then it's like, how long is an F1 race? Like three hours, two hours, an hour and a half? Like, I don't even know. It's like, you know what else I could be doing with my time instead of watching that race? It's like, I have other things that I'm beholden to that I have to do. Where it's like, oh, I can watch a 40-minute episode of a sh- that encapsulates an entire story. I don't watch shows. If I watch two episodes of a show and I'm like, shit, I give it up. Because I have too many things on the go where it's like, oh, well, I got a thing to edit, something else to do for work. Like, that's time I could be using productively to do something that I actually care about instead of like cheering for a race car driver that I have no control over. (laughs) So, like, whatever. I'd really like to know. I mean, I mean, I I guess I would really like to know, but like, I've never watched an F1 race and I don't really give a fuck. I, I you like posted F1. a video of today of them. That's only because it's six scraping ass fucking. Yeah, yeah. and it's from That's Static Club. Time. I think it was so funny. Um, but yeah, like I just I like those things, but I just don't like them enough. I guess you know what I mean. I don't. But care. that's I'm why drive to five a.m. to watch is, a fucking yeah F one. To me, that's why Drive to Survive is so great. And people are like, it's not accurate. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I was gonna watch it. It's not like <laughs> I was gonna watch it otherwise. It was like. They got like pretty cool shots in it and they make a story for me to follow and all that sparking shit that you like Gerard that's in yeah. there. And like, you could probably watch it with your wife and she'd be like, yeah, okay. This is kind of interesting because Jody's like, into watch that. Jody, yeah, honestly, no, I definitely, it literally is like a soap opera. That's why yeah. Eric probably doesn't even like it. It's, it's not about the races. It's it's about the drama behind the scenes and the people. And Which probably is fairly accurate, honestly. I mean, yeah, there's probably they... more interesting stuff. Like, that's the thing is, like, they can make it a super exciting series out of a bunch of boring races. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, it's like, oh, Mercedes is going to win. Mercedes is going to win. It's like, Mercedes fucking won eight years in a row. Like, it's not exciting, but they can make it exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know? Because it's about everything. And if you don't know anything about it, it's totally fine. If mm-hmm. you didn't see the last one or, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What do you think about them? I, I mean, I like it, but I also don't watch F1. And it's like, I'm sure if you were fully into something, you know, it's like if they made a, if they made a TV show about, about drifting, we would be mm-hmm. like, it's so bad because it's, you know, it's not realistic to what it's really like. Mm-hmm. And like, they got all these things wrong and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, like. It's the, but, it's I don't know, the it's Tokyo drift. Yeah, it's it's the Tokyo drift to drifting. You know, like that's what that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, that's not an inept analogy. Like, okay. Well, Did we wrap up yet or no? No. We didn't. So okay. uh, I don't really we talked to to about. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. We just have to say bye and then I work my way around <laughs> it. Um, we talked about a lot of things today. We talked about commuter cars, which we did not come to an agreement on. Uh, we talked about poorly built cars. That could kill you, but who cares? And I don't know what the last thing is we talked about. But Camber. Oh, yeah. Camber is life, bro. Camber, yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay, good. And then good. the rest of it was a, like Tyvin said, a blender of stuff. Oh, no. Who knows what will make it into the episode and what won't? Yeah. That's the magic of this podcast. <laughs> All right, you guys. It was nice catching up because we haven't mm-hmm. spoken in a while. And uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in and listened to the podcast. Yeah. Thanks. See you later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.